Hola amigos, ¿qué tal? It's Joe here from Spain Speaks with a weekly review video with Johnny. We'll have a look at some of the things that have caught Johnny's attention over the last week or so. So uh, let's go to the video. All right, Johnny, how are you this week? Good, Stu. Getting into the swing of the week. I'm allowed to say that because we're recording a bit earlier this week, of course. <laughs> how are <laughs> That's you? true. That's true. Are you back at the office still? Uh, so we're back a couple of days a week. Um, so I'll be, I'll be going in tomorrow, um, but work, working from home today. Okay, all right, good. So a bit of a mix at the moment. Yeah, a bit of a mix. I We're suppose not, we don't have to. Sorry. Yeah, no, we don't have to be a hundred percent back at the office yet, so we can go in um, with like a reservation system and when oh, okay, we cool. when we want. Yeah. And what's the general feeling like? Are people eager to get back into office life, or people are accustomed now to working from home? It's a bit of a mix of both. You have people who enjoy the office. Um, you have people who are used to working from home. I think people who live further out. Uh, obviously happy working from home people yeah. who um who enjoy others company yeah. um, i probably include myself in, in that enjoy going back to the office um but yeah we've, we've got to see the benefits of both through this um over the last year and a half absolutely through. we have yeah especially for people working in offices that's right yeah different style yeah. of work absolutely all right good so what's on the agenda today johnny uh starting off with uh, national debt Yes. So can you remember what it was at the end of 2020 to start with? Uh, 112. So it was 119 at the end of 2020. Okay, so I was um, a bit off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so at the end of March, it reached 125%. So um, national debt is still on the rise, unfortunately. So where's the money being spent? Uh, bailout companies or airline companies? Where's that money going? Well, I think... The article I've read doesn't um, give anything specific, but you know, from the news, I think we've seen everything from um, extending the the ERTE payments, um, game, help, yeah. yeah, help for autonomous. Um, the case of Plus Ultra, I think that's obviously received a, a bailout from the government. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's just a few things um, that have probably contributed to the national debt and. Um, the autonomous community debt has um, increased as well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, probably I, I would imagine that's related to increased health expenditure probably. Uh, well, most likely that's where that's one of the biggest expenses in the autonomous communities in, here in Spain, of course, education and health. Yeah. That is right, yeah. So 125% of GDP, so a lot of money, yeah. And mm -hmm. um, any talk about how they're going to bring it down or this is going to be debt that we're carrying for three or four generations well no talk yet it seems but the bank of spain has has definitely asked the government to to clarify what, what they're planning to do they, they've asked um the government to clarify how they plan to reduce the national debt yeah. uh, how they plan to reduce the deficit and they've also highlighted that uh countries like the uk where national debt has increased um have you know at least got a, a clear plan and outline um for dealing with it well, the UK um, has a clear plan, does it? According, yeah, according to what I've read, the UK has has a plan. Uh, this mm. is a, um, yeah, this is a quote taken from the Bank of Spain. They've highlighted the UK has a plan for dealing with it, and they've asked the Spanish government, um, yeah. you know, yeah, please give us a plan or please explain um, well, what the plan is to reduce it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah, I think the Bank of Spain is not the. Um, is not the government's uh, favourite organisation at the moment, considering they, they've been criticising a few things over the last couple of weeks. But 
The debt's been high for a while. I mean, it's been over 100% now for a while. I mean, I, th I think ever since the last financial crisis that, you know, it, it went up and up and up and up and there's been trouble to bring it down, of course, and this new crisis is just exacerbating the problem even further. Yeah, I mean, I think it was 95% at the end of 2019. So it's just, it? Yes, yeah, so still, still very close though to that 100%, like you say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a, a problem that's that's been around for a while, as you say. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't seem to be uh, a government priority. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't really hear them talking too much about it. They don't really seem to talk about uh, the economy very much. They they seem to be focused on other things at the moment. So, uh, you know, non-economic matters. Let's say, right? The the Moroccan crisis has been in making the headlines. That seemed to occupy a lot of the government's time. Uh, the prime minister seems hell bent on meeting with Joe Biden. has hasn't been successful with that. And uh, you don't really hear them talking about the economy. The Catalan uh, prisoner pardon, which is the number one focus of uh, the government at the moment. But the economy back burner. I'll not get into the politics of it all, but it's it's an interesting observation now that you say it. I, I haven't heard this government talk too much about the economy from the times that I have heard it speak. Um, I've talked about that. I've heard them. Sorry, yeah, I've heard them talk about their ambition um, for recovery of the economy. Um, I've heard them talk about the, what they want to do with the transformation of the economy. Um, well, that's what we spoke about but, last week, wasn't it? That mm -hmm. uh, what was it? The uh, ecological transition was it? The um, more sustainable economy. We hear a lot about that, but bringing down the debt. Yeah, I must admit, I, ha I haven't heard too much about it um, mm. from yeah from what I have seen. Yeah, so we'll see if they uh, if they do detail a plan uh, similar to the one that uh, Boris Johnson obviously has done there for the Bank of England. So we'll see. All right, good. Next yeah. on the agenda, Johnny, luxury hotel sector is recovering in Madrid at least. Yes. Um, so there's 34 luxury hotels in Madrid, if I'm not mistaken, um, 14 of which 30, are... 34? Apparently, yeah. This is, What's this that? is what F I've read. So f five stars. Yeah, so five stars definitely included. There may be some four stars in there as well, but I... I think there's probably quite a lot of four stars in Madrid, so maybe yeah. that yeah, so maybe it's exclusively five stars. Could be, could be, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's the, the the four star quality in Madrid is is very very good. In fact, it's probably I don't mm -hmm. know whether it's five star quality in some other places, but uh, I don't know if you've stayed in too many four star hotels in 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 Spain, Johnny. But they're normally quite good. Yeah, I've I've stayed in a, a four star in Oviedo once, and I think I've stayed in a four star once here um before i officially moved here to live and i i agree the quality is is very good so um but yeah these five star hotels then must be uh, quite something <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Let's put it that way. they must be they must be i had a uh, a friend who worked in a place called the uh, hotel palace in uh, okay. the center of madrid don't know if you know it but it's very close to the let me think where it's located it's very close to the parliament building and close to the uh, prado museum you know that area there bang in the center mm -hmm. and okay. uh yeah um a very high class hotel that one with a a long history of uh, of um of, of being one of the top hotels in the city so what's the reason for the recovery international travel or local travel or business i mean what, what is it yeah, well, as I say, 14 have reopened. So, um, and of course, travel restrictions have been eased here. 
um, the country is now opening up. Um, so yeah, I would I would imagine that travel is also um, contributing to that. Something else to notice is there's there's two new luxury hotels that are opening up as well. So the Hard Rock Hotel is a Hard opening Rock up. Hotel. Really, I hadn't heard there of that. There is a Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah, opening up. Uh, I believe it's the first of July. First of July, the Hard Rock Hotel, and um, Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, has a, a hotel now in Madrid oh, really? that I think he he owns um, fully or partially. I can't remember which one, but he has some ownership in a, a, a new luxury hotel in Madrid, which is supposed what? to open this year as well. What's that called? The CR7 Hotel or something, is it? <laughs> oh, I'll have to get the name. I'll have to get the name. Oh, okay, okay, good. The um, Hard Rock, is that the same chain as the like the diner um, chain? Is it the same like the restaurants? Well, well, that's the first thing that came to my mind, yeah. I, I thought, interesting. I'd never heard of a Hard Rock Hotel, but no. um, yeah, the cafes I'd recently heard of. Yeah. So ironically, yes, Cristiano Ronaldo's hotel is called Pestana CR7 Lifestyle Hotel. There we go. I had I knew there would have to be a CR in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, so the Hard Rock Hotel, I, I'd, I'd heard an Elvis song called the Heartbreak Hotel. I'd never heard of the Hard Rock Hotel. But uh, the um, obviously they're expanding and they see Madrid as a, a potential market. Obviously, but that that I mean that that is a luxury sector that's always been quite prominent. You know, I mean Madrid is a a tourism mecca. Let's say a world a world tourism mecca. We've mentioned it before, Johnny. That before the pandemic, eighty something million people coming to coming to to, to Madrid. Well, sorry, to Madrid. No, to Spain, and a lot of people passing through Madrid. So there's a lot of money in uh, luxury travel. Yeah. Yeah, and I get the impression as well that particularly for luxury tourism, Madrid is a, a hot spot as well with these luxury hotels. But um, it's not it's not quite the level of Paris, you know, with all the no. shops on the Champs Elysees. But no. you have got some of that luxury tourism aspect in Madrid as well. I get the impression. Yeah, whether well, it's whether it's dining or restaurants or yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe shopping to some extent. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually a good point. I don't think there's the same. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think there's the same money in in Madrid that there is in a place like Paris or or a London. You know, where you have that mm-hmm. that very uh, rich group of people that that frequent hotels like that. And those, I mean, you sit, when you go to a place like London, you see you see money walking down the street, basically, right? If you go to yeah. Knightsbridge and those places around there, and Park Lane and places like that. I mean, you see it here, but not to the same extent. You know, I mean, even yeah. that hotel that I mentioned before, the Palace. It's in a. It's not in an exclusive area of the city, per se. I mean, it's a. It's a. It's a nice area of the city, but it's not a. It's not an area that I would call a luxury area. You know, maybe on yeah. the other side. Maybe on the other side of the road, it is a little bit better. But that that particular side, no. Yeah, well, actually, I had to look into luxury hotels in Madrid a little bit for something I've, I've got coming up, but. Um, I find your observation true. I find a lot of the luxury hotels to be somewhat in the center, whether it's, you know, next to Sol or near the Retiro. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, not particularly um, exclusive parts of the city, so to speak. The, mo- the most exclusive part of Madrid actually is is just behind the Retiro Museum. So it's sort of in between the so, – no, sorry, the Prado Museum, the Retiro Park and the Prado Museum mm-hmm. in between there. I think that's one of the most exclusive parts of the city, and that's where the Ritz – hotel is so that that hotel is uh, located yeah. there but, yeah, okay. uh, but some of the other hotels are just on the the castellana you know main avenue you know uh, i think one of the the other main hotels is located there so they yeah so they're scattered around the the central part of the city yeah 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's it. Yeah. All right, good, Johnny. What's next? Yeah, so let's. Um, um, so I saw an article behind the paywall, so I couldn't get all of it, but I got enough of the key facts out. Um, and I understand the topic enough to have a discussion with you about it. Those so it's pes- about those, those pesky paywalls. They get in the way. Don't right, they? right, yeah. And I'm I'm too frugal to what I pay for a membership. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Anyway, so um, the old debate of buying a, a ready-made apartment, ready-made, you know, in in conditions to be able to live in it, or buy one and refurbish it. So um, you can get you know apartments to refurbish um, for about 28% of the price of one that's ready to live in. Um, okay. You're most likely going to be able to get it, um, yeah, undervalued. And then, you know, you can either make a profit or you've saved yourself a lot of money in um, refurbishing it. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a good point for discussion because as much as you save money, you've got a lot of hassle probably in getting all this stuff. Um me as someone who's lived in an apartment next to apartments that are being refurbished it's a constant nightmare as a neighbor so probably as someone doing that you'll suffer a lot um and yeah if you hire in a team uh of builders or or workers to do it then that that also might it'll cost you more money and it might take more time than you were originally expecting right yeah i have seen that is the trend that they're that companies are taking over these properties um renovating them, decking them out, furniture, everything, and they're just basically just walking off the street and everything's ready for you, right? So it takes mm-hmm. away that that hassle that you said that you have to buy a place and go through constant banging and so forth while you're living there or having to pay for rented accommodation while that's going on. And I suppose that is what it is what people are looking for nowadays, the more comfortable option. Yeah. Well from a from a company perspective, um the last two apartments, so the previous one and this one, are both that. They've essentially been all departments. So where, so where you are there, um, it's a, is it a quite an established area? Or are some of the uh, the flats around quite old? Yeah, they are. There's there's a lot of older flats um, in the in the part of Madrid where I am as well. Na- narrow streets. Uh, so there's a main road actually out the front, um, but yeah, the side streets are, are, are narrow. Quite yeah. narrow, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I've seen in 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 some uh, neighbourhoods in Madrid, and I I imagine this is happening around the country as well. That um, a lot of the old shops that have gone bankrupt because of the the COVID nineteen crisis. So hairdressers, um, you know, uh, butcher shops, other types of uh, shops that are you know on the street level. Uh, mm-hmm. Are being are being bought up by companies and they're being turned into homes, and uh, there's a new way of living in Madrid basically because before it wasn't common for people to live on that street level. It was more common to be on the first floor, the second floor, third third floor, etc. But mm-hmm. now the renovation of old shops is becoming quite popular, and actually it's a, quite a, a good way to get into the property market because you know it is a new way of living and there are some bargains to be found yeah and i think particularly on a ground floor level you'll pay a lot less than you would for a first second third floor apartment right yeah i saw this uh, i saw a television program a couple of months ago that this was that it is it is quite common now for people to to buy these old old shops that you know have been empty for a while and uh and to to turn them into houses and street level living in madrid which as i said wasn't that common before or at least i didn't get the impression that it was yeah it's an interesting 
it's, it's certainly a business opportunity. Um, well, absolutely, so absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you've got an empty shop sitting there, you may as well try to turn it into some type of uh, vivienda or vivienda, as they say, to and uh, make it profitable again. And there's a market for it. Yeah, and you know, sad as it is to see a lot of um, shops or bars with the serende sign yeah. um, in the window today. Are you are um, you seeing are you seeing that in your neighbourhood? Yeah, there's, there's a few in my neighbourhood, unfortunately, where I've seen that, and and even just walking around Madrid in general. I mean, mm. you see it, um, but yeah, like you say, it backs up your point. There's definitely a market a market for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the I think I'm I'm not sure the exact area that you live in, but I think there are quite a few. Um, how would I say this? Uh, quite quite a few com- quite a few commercial streets. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. There's quite a few nearby. Yeah. That's it. All right, good. So, anything else on that topic, Johnny? So that was all um, that I had there, Stu. All right, great. So we'll start to wrap it up then. A bit of a shorter video today because obviously we're recording on a different day. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll start to wrap it up. But uh, good speaking to you again, Johnny. Yeah, same Stu, and we'll be in touch. We'll be in contact for next week. Have a good one. Perfect, you too. Bye. See you later. So there we go. That was the weekly review video with Johnny. Questions and comments, please leave them in the section below. Debate the situation out as you normally do. Give the video a thumbs up if you liked it, thumbs down if you didn't. I'll see you in the next one. Hasta luego.